1: Welcome, beautiful spirits. They say people have more fear of public speaking than dying. If you'd rather die than give the eulogy, you know what I mean. I used to be only slightly uncomfortable of performing on stage as an actor, but terrified of death. But then when it came to speak as myself and not a character in a play, I started to see what people meant by they were more afraid of public speaking. At the end of 2021, I did a show called Easy strategies to overcome stage fright, with a step-by-step approach on how to prepare for a speech, and even some tips for the stage actor. Now I want to go into the actual fear itself and give you a deeper way to let it go. You might want to know why I'm doing it, because I talk about joy all the time, but any time we let fears hold ourselves back, we don't feel that joy, and this is one of those can really impact your life. Why should we care if we're comfortable speaking in public? Even if you don't have to speak at your job to lead a team, you might need at some point to give a toast at a wedding, a birthday, or even an anniversary party. You might want to give a eulogy or say vows at your wedding, and all of those things are in public. How does that make you feel? You might even have problems speaking up at a party or during a meeting at your work where your boss asks for your opinion and you totally freeze up. So public speaking can be important, even in smaller ways in our life especially if it holds you back from things you want to do. Today we'll look at what stage fright feels like, some of the general reasons we might have that fear. We'll look in depth at your past history and connection to speaking in public. We'll do a guided visualization to release that fear of public speaking. I'll give you six affirmations you can use to adjust your subconscious fear, which really work pretty darn good and 10 specific ways to retrain your brain to release the fear. And then we'll wrap the whole thing up. And let's start with, what does stage fright feel like? To be honest, it depends on how deep your fear is. Like me, you might have to go to the bathroom, even if you just went, or have cold, clammy hands. You might pace, get super tense, or have a leg that shakes if you're sitting down. You probably will sweat. And you could have chills or hot flashes. Sounds lovely, doesn't it? But it gets worse. You might have dry mouth and need water constantly, or stutter and not be able to speak clearly, which is a little bad when you're actually speaking in public. But you also might have a headache, a stomach ache, or feel like you have to throw up. Your brain might get foggy or freeze up, so you forget everything you wanted to say. If you hold your breath, you might feel like you're going to pass out. You might have a panic attack. And most definitely, if you get to that point, you really want to either just disappear or run screaming from the room. It all seems really hard on you mentally, emotionally, and physically. This fear can really take over. Let's look at some general reasons that you might get stage fright when you're faced with public speaking. One reason you get fearful is because you feel unprepared. Being under-rehearsed or facing a new location where you don't know the sound equipment, the people behind the scenes, or the lighting can be tough. If you want to see the audience so you can interact and you aren't sure you'll be able to, or the opposite, where you really don't want to see anyone in the audience and they leave the house lights up, it can be really stressful, both before and while it's happening. Another reason that you might get stage fright is that you're uncertain of your reception by the audience. If you practice with your family, you might think you're ready. Or if you're used to speaking to a specific group of people that are very supportive, you might be facing an unknown audience where you have no idea if they'll be receptive to what you're saying. That can definitely bring up fears. You feel unworthy or a fraud when you know they'll introduce you as an expert. You might think someone will heckle you, especially if you're a comedian, or question the validity of what you're saying. Another reason that you might have stage fright is because you're afraid of being embarrassed at saying something that comes off looking really stupid, and you just want to fall into a hole because you feel like the worst thing has ever happened to you. You also might fear an audience that sits there and doesn't laugh or applaud at the appropriate time. The no-reaction audience, hmm, we've all had them, who are actors. it can make you sweat or sap your energy because you get no response back from them. Sometimes you just get mad at the audience because they're not on board with what you're talking about. And lastly, you might have a past history of things not going so well when you tried speaking in public in the past. That's the one I want to go into next. So think for a minute. Have you had a time in the past when you tried speaking in public that it didn't go as well as you'd like, or maybe it was a total disaster? Start thinking about your recent history if you can't think of one or two. Have you had to speak at work, give a toast, or anything else that didn't go as well in the last 10 or 20 years? Depending on how old you are, you might include 20 or 30 years. But look at your recent history first. And then go back to your college years if you went, if you were in the military, anything over 18. Look at those years. Did you have an incident that went poorly connected to that time in your life? And then go back to your formative years when you were in high school and all the way back to grade school? How did you do when the teacher called on you? Maybe it was an oral exam, a question posed, or a spelling question. Did you give the right answer or have no clue? And even if you gave the right answer, it doesn't matter. Sometimes you still might get embarrassed or feel awkward and not like that feeling. How did it make you feel, though, when something happened at school? Did anyone make fun of you for what happened? Look all the way back to as far as you can remember and think of all the different incidents that might have occurred for you where you didn't like the public speaking event. It went bad. It went horrible. However, it made you feel. Ask yourself if it's every time you try to speak that you have this issue or only certain times when maybe it matters more or when you're least prepared. What is it? And if you can't remember a specific incident, but only that every time you've tried speaking, you froze up, started shaking, or some other unpleasant feeling came up, that's okay. Just keep that in mind for later. Try to hold on to the incident and what it felt like, at least one of them, because next I'm going to take you into a guided visualization to help you release both the feeling and the situation. If you are able to do it right now, close your eyes. And get comfortable. I'll take you on a little trip. Breathe in and then breathe out. But do it slowly. No counting involved because that'll just tense you up. Allow peace to flood into you. And feel the worries of the day releasing. Breathe and be fully present in this moment. Let any worries go and feeling that peace. I want you to see an elevator in front of you. It's kind of like a Wonka elevator that can take you forwards and backwards and sideways, and even in the future and the past. Step in as the door opens, and turn around and face the door and see the doors close. Picture the incident you remembered where you had trouble speaking in public. And if you don't have one, think of a time, perhaps, that you would have liked to have spoken, and you didn't because of that fear. See the numbers changing and going back, back, back to the time of one of the incidents. When the elevator stops and the doors open, take a breath and step out. And see that incident occurring directly in front of you. Feel the fear or whatever you felt at that time in your body right now. Allow it to grow, to be whatever that feeling was until it's overtaking your entire body, watching the incident happening in front of you. Now breathe through it. Don't let yourself get super tense. Have compassion for yourself in that moment knowing that it was tough to get through that. You were doing the best you could. And let go of any judgment that you might feel over yourself or of anyone else that was part of that situation. Surround yourself in that incident with love. How you're feeling, you, and the whole situation. Feel that love overtaking it overtaking you, pushing out the fear. And now I want you to picture that whole situation going better. Reframe it and visualize a different way it could have gone. See yourself doing really well and enjoying the outcome. This might take a little time, so you might need to come back to this visualization on your own and do it again. As you're reframing it, let any remaining anxiety just go and feel that peace and feel the joy that it worked out okay as you reframe it. Let all of that come into your psyche and into your subconscious mind, releasing that remaining anxiety, as I said, and feeling that peace. And sit with this for the moment, allowing that time in your life to let go completely so that it doesn't impact you in your present or in your future any longer. And as you breathe and allow yourself to just feel the peace and the love that now enfolds you, notice that the Wonka elevator, the door has opened again so that you can step inside and come back to the present. The doors close, and as you look around and watch the numbers fly back around again, Breathe, and start to feel your fingers and your toes. And know that you can take this peace with you. That this reframed incident can live that way instead of with the fear that you had. Knowing that you did the best you could, and that you can be stronger now because of it. And as the Wonka elevator doors open, And you come back to yourself and step back into your physical body. Just know that that peace can stay with you always. Your subconscious mind can let go of that fear of at least that one situation. And breathe some more. Wide awake, wide awake, wide awake. With your eyes open and ready to move forward. How do you feel? Think about that situation again. Did you bring that peace and joy with you? Did you let go of that fear, whatever that feeling was that happened during that incident? Or do you need to spend a little more time holding the situation in the light? And if you do, like I said, you might need to revisit this way of doing it in this meditation by yourself on your own to give yourself more time to work your way through it especially when you reframe it. I want to give you some more tools to get through your fears about public speaking. And the next one is affirmations. Right now, I'm still doing the Joy Corner on YouTube, which are various affirmations that come out every Sunday. But these are tailored today specifically for public speaking. And I don't think I've ever done those on the Joy Corner. But if you have other issues you're dealing with, you can go there and look up the Joy Corner on my YouTube channel under Carol DeShane and figure out which ones will do the best. I've marked them in different playlists, so you'll be able to find them easier. They speak to your subconscious, and that's definitely a great way to move some of your beliefs and fears that limit you. Here they are. I enjoy speaking in public. I am a confident, clear, and captivating speaker. Feel through each one of these. The first one, again, was I enjoy public speaking, or I enjoy speaking in public. I am a confident, clear, and captivating speaker is the second one. I easily craft a dynamic speech with enormously valuable content. How does that feel? Or you can change it to I easily craft a humorous speech with enormously valuable content. You do have to use the word speech, of course. I'm going to tell you in a minute how to adjust these if you don't have them really hit you when you go, oh, that's the one. The fourth one I want to give you for the affirmations is people want to hear what I have to say, especially if you are hesitant to speak in public. And that's why you think that you don't have anything valuable to say. Here's another one. I speak my truth and share my message without hesitation. (sighs) Take a breath on that one. And the last one is my mind is sharp and my presentation is powerful. And that one works particularly good if you get fuzzy or you forget what you want to say, or you feel like the audience is not paying any attention. You want it to be powerful and to make a difference. And that's another way that you can say it. If you want to make up your own or adjust these because they didn't quite hit you, make sure that you use the four P's. And I have a whole show on the four P's under affirmations. You want to make sure it's written in the present tense, not in the past or the future tense, just the present tense like it's happening right now. The second P is to use a personal pronoun in the affirmation. Make sure there's an I, a my, or a me, because you can't change somebody else's subconscious. You can only change your own. Just concentrate on yourself. You want to make sure it's a positive statement. Some people write it and there's negative words in there. I don't, I won't. The not, or the even sometimes they get sneaky and they look to you like they're present tense and positive. They may not be as positive as you think. So really tear it apart and look at the affirmation. If you rewrite it, you don't want my mind will be sharp because that's not present tense. You don't want something that says, My mind isn't confused, because that's really negative. It's not positive when you take it apart and look at the isn't word. And the last thing you want, the four Ps, is you want it to be powerful. You want it to give you tingles. You want it to feel right. Not necessarily tingles, but whatever it is, move your heart, make you go, yes, this is the one, because those are the ones that will take hold in your subconscious and will shift it better. How to do affirmations, just a quick review in case you haven't listened to any of the Joy Corners. Do them one to two times a day, meaning at one sitting, you would repeat this three to five times only, not like 40 times by rote, and then you can do it a second time if you want. But just repeat it three to five times. Say it, feel it while you're saying it, and breathe, and then feel it again through your body. So each time you say it, You want to feel that and breathe a couple of times in between, just feeling it move through your body and being your current reality, because the next piece is that you have to suspend your disbelief. Your affirmation is happening right now, if you wrote it correctly, not in the future. It has to be written in the present. So you have to be able to say it is true right at this moment, even if it's for a split second, so that you can feel it through your body and hopefully for five seconds when you do it. If the affirmation doesn't make you feel giddy, give you shivers, or just feel really powerful, rewrite the affirmation until it does. I mentioned what it needs to feel like, but every single person is different on how it makes you feel. So make sure that you are aware of how it feels. And that's the affirmations. So finally, I want to give you the 10 different ways that you can shift your fear of public speaking. First, do the affirmations as I've given them to you. Pick one. If it feels powerful, use it for at least a few weeks every day. It might take you two minutes. So you can do it in the shower if you like, or while you're at a light, while you're driving even. Rewrite it if you need to, but keep the four Ps in mind. The second thing you can do, and another way to talk to your subconscious is, yes, I'm going to say it, meditation. Meditate on clearing the fear releasing it, and moving through it. You'll find more peace in every area of your life, but it will impact your public speaking fears as well. The third thing is to practice a lot. Many times a fear is just because of a lack of preparedness, and the more you practice, the easier it is. But be sure to practice in front of at least one person and not just all by yourself. And you can also practice in front of a mirror by yourself. That's fine. If you want to see what hand gestures you make, if you make the same one over and over again, if you want to practice walking, if you have a sliding closet door that has a mirror on it, that's really good. I've used that before because then you can actually see what you're looking like when you walk. And if you want, block yourself. If you're an actor, you know what I mean. Plan when you're going to move, but make it look natural. Don't just stand there and freeze unless you're at a podium and then practice what your arms are going to do because everybody uses their hands when they talk and you look very stiff and like you're scared if you don't. Practicing is a great way to help you breathe through what you're doing, because if you totally freeze up and you practiced enough, you'll fall back on what you did when you were practicing. The next one is to think of speaking in public. And every time you think about it, just breathe through any fears that come up. If you tense up in any way, and you probably will, Breathe through it and feel light or peace or joy flooding you, whichever one works best for you. You can do it whenever you think of public speaking and also right before you speak to get past some of the freezing up you may have. And you can also find ways to relax by doing a movement like Tai Chi or yoga. Think about giving a speech or just speaking in public, whatever you need to do while you're doing the movement. And try to feel that tension just easily moving away and melting out of your body while you're doing the meditative movements. Pilates can be good for that as well. But Tai Chi or yoga are the ones that most people feel the best results with. And this one, I always tell people with public speaking, if you join a Toastmasters club, I can't stress this enough. Whether you're new to public speaking, have tried it and it's really scary, or English isn't your first language and you feel uncomfortable speaking because of it, join a Toastmasters club. The more you speak in public, the easier it gets. And the table topics section, that can be intimidating at first, it does get easier. And the good news is, you only have to speak for a minute to two and a half minutes for that. You can also give prepared speeches that usually are between four and seven minutes, depending on the guidance that they give you. I find when I step away for a bit, I'm not nearly as good as I was when I went consistently. Look up Toastmasters Club online and then go. Contact different ones. Find out about them. I went to a number of different ones before I settled on the one I wanted. I wanted to feel comfortable around the people as much as I could. I wanted to be welcoming and not so set in rigid ways that I didn't feel good about it and that I felt like I was at a structured meeting, even though it is structured, rather than A bunch of friends getting together, but that was just me. Other people might feel more comfortable with structure. Ours is structured, but it still feels more like it's a free flowing thing. The next one you can do is to use humor to loosen up your fear. Laugh at the worst case scenario where you trip walking out or you stutter and, and people make fun of you. Find a funny thing to say that you can keep in mind if it happens. You can also have responses to hecklers if you feel you might get them. Comedians have been doing that for years. Some people are fast enough on their feet, but if you freeze up or you feel horrible and are fearful, it's a little harder to come up with those on the fly. So think about those in advance and thinking of your worst case scenario and then letting it go is also a way to let go of some of your fright. This one I really like. Look at your motivation for speaking in the first place. It usually has something to do with who you're talking to. Are you trying to uplift them? Teach them? What is your motivation and how important is it to you? Are you giving a eulogy for someone that you just loved and you want to be there? And tell everybody about the story you had about this person. Is it your vows at your wedding where you really want to show this person that you love them even though you're in front of everybody? And Maybe that's not your thing to, to have public displays of infection, but you're going to say them anyway. If there's any way you can let go of you in the equation when you speak, and just think of the other people, your motivation will shift enough for you to have a sort of an out of the body experience when you're talking to a group. I've had that fear totally disappear when I get excited when I'm speaking. I even had hives the first time I spoke at a Toastmasters club, and I was used to performing on stage as an actor. But this was me telling my story about what happened in my life. I was super nervous. So nervous, I didn't realize till I sat down I had hives. But once I started going, I was kind of over-rehearsed and I had it memorized. So I started talking. And after the first 10 seconds, maybe 15 seconds, I started getting into the groove. And I really started speaking. And I felt great. When I sat down, I realized I was splotchy from the hives. But it went away within an hour because all of that nerves kind of left. It doesn't mean I was never nervous again, but I realized that I could do it. One really good way to let go is to visualize yourself giving a speech, a toast, or leading a group and see it going the best that you can imagine. Make sure you imagine yourself feeling peaceful and yet excited and enthusiastic about what you're doing. Visualize it happening right now and not in the future so that you can really feel those feelings. Kind of like the way I told you about the affirmations. Visualize it right now, how this is feeling, and then do this whenever you feel that fear comes up, especially about that specific incident that's going to be happening, that situation that you're approaching. Really visualize it and give the speech if you can. Give the toast. Give the whatever you're doing or just visualize it going well, whatever you say knowing that you feel good and that everybody has a great response to it. I love visualizing things like that. Now, if what you're feeling is that you have to be perfect, start working on letting that go. No one is perfect or a perfect speaker. All you need to do is move your audience in some way that you want. If you have enthusiasm, it will make up for any imperfections you may think you have. And remember that no one really knows what you plan to say. So if you forget and something else comes out of your mouth and you leave out even an important part, no one but you will know that. So you don't need to be so hard on yourself if something like that happens. If you are perfect, that's great. Not that there is such a thing, but allowing the right things to come out of your mouth as you need them to. Sometimes we go off on a tangent and it's exactly what somebody needed to hear. And sometimes you say exactly what you think you want to say. It's all good. But letting go of the need for perfection and the judgment you may have against yourself is huge. Now, these are different ways to retrain your brain to accept that public speaking doesn't have to be quite so scary. Try a number of them if you need to. And if you can't work your way through this fear, I recommend trying tapping. EFT is another name for it. It can really work well on a subconscious mind. Hypnotherapy also can work with someone that you feel comfortable with. Or you can go to a life coach like me for some one-on-one type of help. Or if it's a super deep and really stuck, you might try a therapist. Whatever feels right to you, go and try the one that works. You need to get over that fear because it will enrich your life if you do. Today we've covered quite a bit on getting over your fear of public speaking. We've gone over what stage fright feels like, some of the general reasons we might have that fear, we looked at your past history and connection to speaking in public, and then we did a guided visualization to release a specific circumstance and that fear that maybe went with it that didn't go so well, that speaking in public. I gave you six affirmations that you can use to adjust your subconscious fear even more and some specific ways to retrain your brain to release that fear. You might be able to avoid public speaking for your entire life, but at what cost? And if part of that is not being the center of attention, you give up even more. If you want a job that you have to at least sometimes speak up, want to feel comfortable at a party or around a group of friends, want to be okay to give the vows at your wedding or a eulogy at a funeral, then you need to make sure you aren't having a terrible time with the fear. That you don't let your subconscious have that stranglehold on you and stop that part of your life from being able to open up and flower. If you want to enjoy your life and feel good about yourself, don't bury the fears that are holding you back, whatever they may be. When you're ready, make letting go of whatever fears you harbor become a priority your life will certainly be richer for it. And new opportunities you may never have seen before may show up so you can step into your light and your path, knowing you're where you're supposed to be. Thank you for joining me here today. If you'd like to know more about intuitive, spiritual, or life or business coaching with me or Marconic's Multidimensional Energy, please check out my website, connecttojoy.com. And follow me on Instagram, also at connect to joy Both are exactly like the show, which is Connect, the number two, and joy all squished together in one word. And I hope you'll subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is under my name, Carol DeShane. There you will find those joy corners, but also many, many meditations and guided visualizations towards different topics that you may find one that you are specifically working on Until next week, be courageous and reach higher. Just take a breath and take a moment. Take one step at a time on your journey. Get the help you need and get out there and find your joy. Because you deserve it.
0: Thank you for listening to Connect to Joy. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast. And subscribe so you never miss an episode. Contact the host, Carol DeShane with questions and comments ideas for future episodes or if you would like to become a guest and remember transformation is a journey and not an end destination so be kind to yourself because you are already enough to have the joyful limitless life that you desire